Hashtaku. Did that just really happen? Did you start recording already? Yes, I think the first <laughs> words were... Hashtaku. Hashtaku. <laughs> ah, dog people. I'm going to leave that in because why not? <laughs> just going to leave it in. Apologies, listeners. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at Deku, who's currently crated right now and probably is wanting to use the restroom. Um, you have not walked into somebody else's home. Technically, you kind of have, but this is the About a Dog podcast. Um, I'm Michael. I'm Ashley. Um, I know it's been a while, and I think it's we kind of... It's been too long, yeah. Yeah, it has been too long, but I think we need to kind of cover why we haven't been recording that often. I know there's been some allusion, like, I've alluded to it, but... You, you don't exactly leave room for fakeness on your Facebook posts, dear. No, but this is also, for the listeners, I don't really post about it for the listeners. That's fair. Okay. But Um, on your personal Facebook Yeah, my personal, yeah. You know, it's kind of obvious, but um, one thing, to just a reminder, um, you may be able to find her online, but if she doesn't know you, if you're a listener to the podcast, follow the podcast, please. Yes, please do. We appreciate the metrics, but um, Ashley's going to pretty much vet anyone that she does not know if she knows you from the podcast we thank you very much for listening and being for being a fan i find the idea of having a fan to be absolutely mind-blowing um but yeah she's not going to make friends with you on facebook or social media like there's a good chance if you are a person that's from the dog show world yeah and i might run into you personally Mm -hmm. then probably I might friend you, but if you are just a listener and you're wanting to learn about dogs and all that stuff, probably not. Um, no offense to you, you're probably wonderful. But, you know, I just have to, I want to keep my privacy and all of that jazz. Compartmentalizing. <laughs> yes. Basically. Um, yeah. If you want to reach us through the podcast, there's Twitter at About a Dog One. Yep. Instagram at About a Dog Pod. Um, email aboutadogpod at gmail.com and there's the Facebook. Yep, which is um, at aboutadogpod on Facebook. Yes, so there, yep. we've, we've pretty much covered that particular type of old business, as they would say in, in certain meetings we've attended. Do we need to attend to some new business? Or what, would this still be old business, technically? It would probably still be old business. Yeah. So basically, this episode, we're going to kind of cover what's been going on, where we've been. Mm-hmm. Things that have happened, and I know that things have been crazy just globally because yeah. of pandemic, but for us personally, it is, um, yeah, it's it's been, it's been a tough time in terms of us personally. Um, I got really, really, really sick about a year ago, mm-hmm. and... When I got sick, it was Coxsackie virus, and basically better better known as the hand, foot, and mouth yeah, disease. Hand, foot, and mouth disease. Kids when, get. Yeah, when kids get it, they're usually fine. When adults get it, it's usually a big problem, and they can get something called herpingina. Not what you might think. We're not talking about the STI. No, herpingina basically means lesions or ulcerations in the throat. Which, if you have a podcast, which most of the time that's going to involve talking. And I know we've discussed this particular yeah, we have. illness with you before. So, herpingina is very, very, very painful. It makes the person cough like crazy. And in many cases, you cough up blood. 
And in your case, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what that happened. that thing pretty much went to town in your system. Yeah, it was awful. It was horrible. Basically, parents, if you have a child and you notice that they have a rash and they're under the age of six years old, get them to a fucking doctor and isolate them. Please. Yeah, don't share Cheetos with, with that particular child yes. that has a rash. Please, please, <laughs> please do that for my... And for everyone. Yeah, for our safety. safety, for, I mean, especially now with this COVID mentality of disease transmission, we need to think about diseases as a whole. Yes, COVID's important, but we also need to think about disease transmission as a society and that if you want to make our society better and healthier, then we need to do what we can to protect each member of that society. Yeah. Kids. Adults, immunocompromised, what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when I got sick, um, I just figured, oh, you know, it'll be a couple weeks and I'll be fine. Yeah, no. No. Um, what happened was my throat started getting a lot of swelling, was not getting any better, and then I was put on voice rest for quite some time. And I saw my ear, nose, and throat doctor locally. Um, and he looked down my throat a couple of times and just still saying, hey, you know, this may pass, it may not, what have you, we don't know. It's never good when a doctor is like saying, I don't know, throw a dart on a date of the calendar. Let's see what happens. Woo-hoo. Well, that and, you know, the fact that this is a preventable illness, mm. you know, and then I come down with it and I am now sitting with, you know, going to doctors and all of this stuff. Voice therapy. Well, I'm, I'm coming to that. So after, I think it was the third, second or third visit with my ENT, um, he's like, you can try speech therapy or voice therapy. But there's only two places in your area that does it. And it's VCU or UVA. VCU and UVA from our house is about equidistance yeah, from one another. And, and it's know, a toss-up. Throw, throw a rock. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's pretty much a very good analogy. You basically throw a coin in the air. Which way do I want to go? Yeah. Um, I know which way I would prefer to go. If I'm completely honest, I would prefer to go to Charlottesville, which I think you did. Yes, I chose to go to UVA. Um, the reason for my choice there is they work in a team and they do a lot of work for people that use their voice a lot, mm. meaning for people like me that host a podcast. I yeah. also, in my, in my job, I, you know, I do a lot of meetings. I do a lot of speaking. Yeah. Um, and also dog show stuff. You think, oh, you're just going to show your dog and leave. No, there's also some education. Networking. Yeah, there's networking, there's education, there's all of that stuff that you use your voice for. So you really do need your voice. And so I went to UVA, I want to say, when was it? Was it... I couldn't tell you. It was probably late last year, something around there. And I got a formal diagnosis, and that diagnosis scared the living hell out of me, and it still still scares the living hell out of me. And it's vocal paresis and vagus neuropathy. Basically, the right side of 
my vocal cord, there's on the vocal folds, not really cords, but yeah, there's on the right side, there's a section of my vocal fold that just wasn't moving mm. at all. And everything else was moving properly, and that explained why everything was so strained and stressed, and I sounded like this. Oh, it was to the point where she was using an app to talk. Yeah. I, was I didn't in- hear Ashley's voice for weeks. Yeah. Because she was having to use that particular app, and for her, unfortunately, that was frustrating. It was I very mean, frustrating. And I can completely relate in regards to... Not being able to communicate at all, mm-hmm. um, but we managed to make it work. I would like to think anyway. Yeah, we did. And um, so once I got an answer, they came up with a treatment plan, and I have been following that treatment plan to the letter. Mm-hmm. Um, did some vocal therapy, and was recently released from vocal therapy just this past week. Yeah. I was released from physical therapy because they do this in kind of a three-prong approach. Yeah. Where physical therapy to help support the muscles and all of that within your neck and also within your diaphragm and your core because that helps with your voice. And then voice therapy to help you not tense up and not strain and have you realize certain things that you're doing and listen to your voice to create paths that aren't as stressful. And that helped tremendously. Both of those things helped tremendously. Now, the next part is just checking with the doctor. I have a checkup to see what the next steps are on April 1st. I know, shitty April Fool's Day thing, whatever. Um, I'm hoping, and I think my voice therapist and my physical therapist are also hoping that the vocal fold paresis has healed yeah. and has come back or is in the process of coming back. One of the three. Yeah. Or, I mean, and that the neuropathy is, is fixing itself too. Um, basically, this one disease caused nerve damage that was bad enough to cause paralysis. Well, I mean, I think your immune system was in a way that it made it like an open door. Mm-hmm. You know, your your immune system was compromised a bit and it made it open season basically on you, which is why this particular illness was able to capitalize on you. But I hope you understand this, but I'm very not only pleased but also proud of the progress that you've made. Um, but you can be a stubborn patient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea, uh, listeners. I mean, I would have to, she would have to take this, like, cup mm-hmm. full of water and a straw. And you know when you're a kid and you blow bubbles into your chocolate milk, your soda, or whatever. It's only fun until a doctor tells you to do it. That you have to do it, right? It's fun when you want to do it. It's not fun when you're, you're told you have to do this. That's that's never a fun thing. And Ashley had to do it three times a day. Yep. I had to do it three times a day. I had to do... And it was always met with the same response. <sighs> and I also had to do like some vocal words and things like that and yeah. pronouncing those. and Words and phrases. I also had to, um, and I still do this, try and read a section of something out loud yeah. on a regular basis. 
And that just helps me to realize what my voice sounds like, how it sounds. But also, one thing that has suffered and why we really haven't been able to do a lot of recording is my endurance. My mm, stamina. Yeah, my stamp. Like, my voice is good up to a point. Yeah. But then there are some points where it just kind of drops off and just kind of fades out. Yeah. And building up that stamina, building up that endurance that I had is a long road. Well, not to mention, I mean, a lot of the things that, I mean, I didn't must not have noticed this or whatever, but um, when we're going places and just listening to music on Spotify, there are a lot of songs that you like to sing to. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, your voice has been modified in a way that some things, some pitches are unfortunately unreachable for you now. Yeah, some pitches are unreachable. I'm trying to kind of push that a little bit further Yeah. every so often, but it's it's tough to do. And then because I have a degree in music and because I have a trained ear, when I'm off just a little bit, I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And so, granted, my my musical training and all of that has helped tremendously in terms of vocal therapy because I could really hear what was going on. But when it comes to trying to push myself, yeah. it gets a little bit frustrating. So that's what all went down has been a primary reason as to why we haven't recorded um, in a while. And I'm hopeful that we will continue to record more and we're going to try and get a few episodes kind of banked up indeed that we can keep things up to date as possible uh but i mean patience you guys have it in spades i mean (laughs) you guys have been amazing about it i know it's been tough and it's been tough on us Well, I mean, not just for the medical aspect. I mean, I think we touched on this a little bit, but unfortunately somebody's negligence caused this to come about. And I don't know how Ashley feels about this, but I have a long memory. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, And I've spoken about this um, publicly before, and... I do not blame the child because no, it's God not no. as a, it's not their fault. Not their fault. Do I blame the parent for not taking their visibly ill child to the doctor? Yes. Yep. And as of this recording, that child has not been seen by a doctor to the to best a, of our knowledge. To the best of our knowledge. Yep. Regardless of the situation. So still this child could still be Mm-hmm. Basically, a vector for whatever this is. Well, and it could be. A, well, I don't think it would be a vector for this illness because usually it goes away. Oh, okay. But could be a vector for other illnesses. That's very true. So, it's it's really hard for me to separate that emotionally. Mm. And am I mad? Hell yeah. Am I upset? Most definitely. Am I furious? Absolutely. Am I surprised at the parents' actions? No. No. Unfortunately, no. No. One thing, and those of you who are listening who may not have attended a dog show before, um, 
if you've ever been to high school, mm-hmm. there is drama similar to that. Oh, yeah. And this unfortunate situation is somewhat linked into some drama. And since I have experience in this particular issue, I, I hate the fact that Ashley had to go through it. But um, she had to basically disassociate with some very toxic people. Mm-hmm. I've had to do this in my own experience. It always sucks. It's like cutting off um, a limb. Um, but at the same time, it sometimes can better yourself. You have to detoxify yourself, if anything else. Yeah, and to have that happen while I was in the recovery process of this whole thing. It was like one step forward, two steps back sometimes. Right. And then it also happened, I had surgery in September and it all kind of came to a head when I should be recovering from surgery. Yeah, yeah. And so emotionally, I have, I've been through a lot. You've been through the emotional meat grinder and come out actually looking a lot better, (laughs) in my opinion, if you don't mind me saying so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to say I was there, you know, but at the same time, you had to get through it. So I'm very proud of you for that. I hope you understand that. Thank you. And... I'm under therapy, and if anybody tells you that therapy is easy or fun or that, you know, you are happy to go to therapy, please question their morals because therapy is hard. (laughs) Yes, you can learn a lot about it, but it's still hard. And that's the whole point of it is that you go to therapy to help yourself and to better yourself and to learn things about you in an unbiased way. And when that happens, you are almost forced to think about things in a way that you've never thought about them from a professional that is trained to understand these things and just work through it. So therapy, yes, I'm undergoing therapy and I've had medication changes, whatever. I don't mind. And it, It's helped me, Mm. and it's made me realize the things that are important in my life and what needs to be done in my life to keep some semblance of sanity. Yeah. And if that means cutting out toxic people, that's fine. I don't mind. I don't care. Needs must. Yeah. There are other things that are way more important, one of them being my recovery from my throat issue, and another is... We have a German Shepherd puppy in the house now. <laughs> the one that I mentioned at the top of the podcast. Yes, yeah, he is. He's four and a half months old, and we are in the process of you know training him for show and doing all of the socialization stuff within reason because COVID. COVID, yeah. And. But then again, you can't do handling class remotely. Yeah, that's not so, gonna work. Cause like I can't see the camera angle. Are you stacking the dog? Right, and so. <laughs> That's that's been a challenge, and raising a puppy in and of itself is tough. Raising a German Shepherd puppy ramps things up a little bit, and then raising a show German Shepherd puppy kind of ramps things up a little bit more in terms of pressure and what you need to do, and we have taken all of it in our stride. Deku's amazing. He's a great little puppy. He had his first puppy show last weekend. And um, 
shout out to we don't get endorsed by these individuals, but uh, BarkBox. Yes. Um, we got a Bark Box recently, and this is definitely in my wheelhouse. Um, anyone who watches anime, this is going to test your knowledge because we actually got from Bark Box a pocket watch. Now, it was supposed to be this uh, magic, magic yeah. theme, but what they didn't realize is they put alchemy in there too because on the back is a logo, and I look at it and I go, holy shit, that's from Full Metal Alchemist. Actually, naturally, has no fucking clue what I'm talking about. None. Um, but in that show, one character has a pocket watch. It's supposed to amp up his abilities and whatnot. And I basically took a picture and also a picture of the pocket watch from the cartoon from BarkBox and thus initiated what um, Deku's breeder <laughs> called the most wholesome, nerdiest conversation ever. Um, and the fact that Deku, he's named after an anime. I mean, they actually love the heck out of that. And yeah. And there were some fun jokes in regards to that. Yeah. And we should we, probably post those pictures on the, on the, <laughs> uh, when we, when we do this episode yeah. drops, we need, I need to send those pictures in with the post or whatever. So with, with Deku showing this past weekend, it was, it was amazing and yet real and humbling as is showing any puppy because one second they can be gorgeous and amazing and the next second they just want to play with their sister in the ring <laughs> and turn into a total turd head. Um, that was so funny, though. So there's that. And you're, you're, you, Do you want to mention the Celine incident? What Celine incident? We were preparing for this show oh, um, God. in Raleigh. Um, and part of preparation, I mean, we, it takes the better part of, like, small portions of the week to prepare. Yep. Make sure Deku's nails are done. Make mm-hmm. sure Celine's nails are done, because we're going to be taking Celine to a show as well. Um, and, of course, there's also the bathing. Now, for me, this becomes more of a high priority, because once the dogs are clean, I'm the one that usually takes them out and makes sure everybody goes pee and poop and what's uh, whatever. Um, so these two had to be treated special. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ashley made it clear with finger pointed. You you take Deku out alone and you take Celine out alone. You make sure they do they don't get dirty. Now, this is important to the story. So, um, we live in Goochland, so the drive from Goochland to Raleigh is about a good what? Three so, hours. Okay, so total trip time is six hours. There and back and we had I had a seminar to attend at seven thirty in the morning. At seven thirty in the morning on in Saturday. Raleigh, which yep. means that we had to leave here at around four in the morning. We get down there Monster Deku, Monster coffee drinks were had by me, I can tell you that right now. Um we get down there and Deku's ring time isn't until four in the afternoon. And he was the only dog we were showing that on day. Saturday. Yeah. And so But Saturday was such a teachable moment, especially when we got home. Yeah. And so we got Deku won his breed, and then showed in groups, didn't do anything in groups, and then we left. Now, keep in mind, the objective here was not to actually... We were just there to have fun. Fun, yeah. Take him out, see how he goes. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like a test drive sort of thing. Um, I was certain, as we were driving through the dark on the way home, because keep in mind, this was the last day of Daylight Saving. Yes. We went back, and we lost an hour. Um, I was certain, because I saw Celine. Now, keep in mind, she had been bathed, all of her, you know, white was really white and bright, and she was pretty and beautiful and everything like that, and I had seen her pee and poop before we left that morning. So, mind you, we left at four in the morning. Right. We didn't get back till, I think, nine. Nine at night. Nine, yeah. So, we usually 
do not like to leave the dogs by themselves for that long. Right. But, but we didn't have a choice. Didn't have a choice. Um, unfortunately, any of our friends and whatnot, they were not available. Sam wasn't available. Friend of the podcast. She's been on, I think, twice. So that's understandable. Yeah. What have you. And I, as we got closer to home, my mantra, my inner mantra was, if there's a mess, fine, as long as it's not, not Celine. Celine. As, as long, long as it's not Celine. Celine. <laughs> and then we get home, let Deku out, and at first it looks okay, and I'm... But it didn't smell okay. Yeah, it did And I was like, something smells a little off, but okay, maybe it's maybe it's Raven. Something smells, and it don't smell good. <laughs> and then... Michael opens the door. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to go ahead and take it on home here? Yeah. Selena crapped her crate. Not only had she crapped in her crate, but she had also done it so that she like gotten it into like her paws. I think you described it as she made art. Yes. With with the with the shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So needless to say, uh, we had to set to work, and, and Ashley was like, "She'll be fine. She'll be fine." And then she took one look at her, and she's like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> yeah, because I realized at that moment that I had to redo her feet, redo mm-hmm. all of her white areas, yep. and. It was 9-something at night, and we had an 8 a.m. ring time the next day. Which, I mean, while she's doing that, she's fussing and cussing, dealing with <laughs> Celine. Meanwhile, I'm in the other room doing the exact same thing with her crate. Because, I mean, shit is like, it's a viscous substance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like spaghetti sauce, it goes everywhere when you drop it. I should know I did that to Dad once. Sorry. Um, anyway, but I'm in there with antibacterial wipes, mm-hmm. paper towels, um wet paper towels just we are just cleaning it up and by the time we were done and you know we managed to try to get the smell out of our noses we had just enough time to go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again showtime to the next day yeah but we also lost an hour and yeah this past weekend is was that was a lot it was eventful honestly it, it was, i you know yeah. i mean it was just before my birthday so naturally i was having fun yeah it was it was it was a lot it was fun we went to my family's farm yeah. On Sunday and wandered and explored and visited some relatives. Try not to get, you know, shit on my shoes as we're <laughs> out there in the yuck and the muck. Yeah. But, Saw some really cool stuff. Yeah. And let um, Celine and Deku really explore. Because Celine had never been down to the farm. Rolo and Alice had been down to the farm before, but Celine hadn't. So we wanted to make sure that she had some time to. Let the breed instincts kick in a little bit. Yeah. And she hit on a couple of things, and I was just like, all right, cool. Not to mention, dock diving dog got wet. Yeah, dock diving dog. She went and got in the pond, and we were sitting there going, no, don't get duck shit on your paws. No. No. Like, I could see the algae and muck, and I was like, no, I don't want to ride home with that. I just turned your white paws back from brown. I don't want green now. Come on. Um, But that it was a fun time, and then... You know, we've just been, it's been busy. We've been trying to keep our heads above water in terms of... Interesting, considering we just mentioned water. That's yeah. A, that's a fun analogy. Uh, just everything going on. Speaking of green, I just had an epiphany. You realize two dogs that have basically selected me as their person. Yep. They both have the color green associated with them. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've had to show Ashley Izuku Midoriya on more than one occasion. She's just, yeah, that's that color green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, I mean, as with any dog show, it turns into half dog show, half shopping experience. Oh, my God. We got 
Deku, because when we got there, which day? This is Saturday. Saturday. Right? Mm-hmm. We got there, we realized we didn't have a bucket in there, and Ashley's face was just a gape at that point. She's like, what? <laughs> we Where is it? It's like, it's at home. We rotated out. She's like, he's going to be thirsty. So we went and we found this like really cool dark green. Yes, we're talking about you. Be quiet. This really cool dark green, you know, and Deku bucket, bucket, which is his only show bucket. He's the first one. Now, unfortunately, yeah. I think we have to get like five more, I think. Maybe. Not uh-huh. to mention, I think I spent... I still love this. Okay, I love this story. I get summoned, I think, after going to the bathroom, back to this particular spot where uh, Deku's breeder Jackie was. Mm-hmm. And you were there. And then Ashley goes, here, I don't have my debit card. Here, you buy this. I go, okay, how much is it? Out of nowhere, like out of a cartoon, you know, Jackie's head just pops up. She goes, 50 bucks total. <laughs> yep. And it was Deku's new, like, show hookup stuff. And what's really funny was she was eyeing me the whole time as if to determine if I was going to, like, argue, if I was going to, like, say anything, you know, just, like, over the cost or anything. So I just, no, okay, fine. There you go. Yeah, and I, I spent the money and everything. But, yeah, that's that's generally how show weekends go. And now that we have Deku, we're also planning his next few shows and... His show career. Yeah, and planning... Just fun stuff to do with Raven and Celine. Yeah, we've got something coming up next month in April. Yep, we're going to do some fast cat trials with them. So naturally recording this in March. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, everything... Oh yeah! What? I had a birthday, damn it! Yeah, you had a birthday! (laughs) I'm no longer a Douglas Adams joke, which I'm mildly disappointed. I actually (laughs) like that, honestly. Because the next number that I can actually futz with, you know, geek-wise, is 47. 47 is uh, the the name of the, the Hitman from the Hitman games. Agent okay. Agent 47. Um, but yeah, I, I told people, it's like, how old are you? And it's like, I'm 42. I'm not a Douglas Adams joke. Because if you read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 42 was the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. So I always liked that. But birthday. Um, my birthday was after we had our the show. The day after. Show, like, quite literally, our show hysterics. Um, I made a point not to work that day. Um, hung out at the house for a little bit. Uh, I went and saw my folks. Mm-hmm. Um, saw mom and dad and my niece. Um, fun fact, um, they had got me cards, but they hadn't signed them. But me showing up at the house, it was kind of funny. Because like, oh, oh, Michael, go somewhere else. Go do something else. Go talk to dad. <laughs> so... <laughs> Next thing I know, I was like, oh, look, spontaneous cards out of nowhere. How wonderful. Um, but, yeah, I got those. Um, did some retail therapy because in the cards, it's actually money. Um, and then I think I got us lunch and I came home and, oh, Ashley got me these really cool Deadpool socks because yes, we had a conversation. Did. I had forgotten about it. So the running joke with, with him is he goes through socks like crazy. I don't know how he does it. But almost like every birthday or Christmas, either myself or my mom ends up getting him socks. Asta has given Dobby a sock. So so I was just browsing on Amazon (laughs) and I saw Deadpool socks. And I was like... Well, because, I mean, she was looking for Ant-Man, but Ant-Man stuff, unfortunately, is not as popular as Cap or Iron Man or even Deadpool. But, you know, Deadpool is like number two in the slot. So she was like... Mine. Yeah. Done. <laughs> she ordered like, that. It wasn't even an add to cart decision. It was a buy now decision. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And that was the first thing I think I opened because yep. I think I changed my socks that day to to, yeah, you, to Deadpool. Yep, you did. Uh, Ant Man shirt, Deadpool socks. I was set, honestly. Yeah. Avengers mask. That was <laughs> a complete Marvel outfit. <laughs> and while all that was going down, I was getting my back adjusted and getting my uh, post show tune up. Yeah. I mean, props to Doctor Wild. He knows. He's been. I've been seeing him for years and years. He knows that. After a dog show, my body looks like it's been beaten all to hell because the running gag with dog show people is you are a young adult, but you have moderate to severe joint pain. And it's because the surfaces that you're walking on at shows are not very forgiving. Oh, fun fact, by the way. Um, I saw this at the most recent Raleigh show, Mild Criticism. Um, The little mats they put down in those rings. Yeah. They are not for people. Nope, they are for dogs. They are for dogs. I saw this at the show. I don't recall your name, so I can't call you out. So no big deal. But they put their feet on the mat and made the dog walk on the dirty little floor. And that's a bit of a no-no. Yeah. I mean, the mats are there for the dog's safety first. Yeah. Your safety second. If you can do both at the same time, good. But the priority should be for the dog, not you. Yeah, I actually had a judge tell me that once. Mm-hmm. And I hate being in the ring. <laughs> One of the worst things you can ever have happen is me in the ring. Go do my thing. He's like, okay, can I go now? And the judge goes, no. Here's what I want you to do. In my head, I'm like, fuck! Yeah, he... I'm internally just screaming. Hit his role and what how he shows dogs is just kind of like... I want to lose. I'm done. Can we go now? Basically, you know, I know it sounds like a petulant teenager, but I'm there to lose, and can we just get this over with and be done with? I do everything I possibly can to get it wrong. But it was nice to see you getting really competitive in Orlando after Alice passed away. Oh, you told me to. Yeah. Under threat of, like, punishment. Because, you know, I, I just wanted it to... It would be nice to have girls, you know, they win each day. Yeah. And I was just like... Be competitive. Do it. Do what so you need to do. So, to be clear, I didn't do it under duress. I did it because I was told to. Yeah. But we kind of we kind of diverted away. Um, I came home. Oh, um, you mentioned Dr. Wild. I yeah. do want to mention he he is a very skilled chiropractor. Wonderful. Um, definitely look his stuff up because if you're in the Richmond metro area, um, he actually helped me twice. I was mm-hmm. involved in two automotive collisions where I was not at fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time, it got to the point where I couldn't move my left arm above like my shoulder eye line. Yep. And Ashley recommended him. And after multiple sessions, um, I was good to go and better. Um, so to be honest with you, without him, I wouldn't be kind of kind of who I am mm-hmm. a bit today, just a little bit. Um, but Dr. Michael Wilde, I fully recommend him. He's amazing. Yes, he is. I get home, and Ashley had been perplexed over the fact that she had ordered something from Amazon. And mm-hmm. everybody has this problem around Christmas this past year. The mail's been a little bit shitty in regards to getting things on time. I should know. Ashley didn't get, like, a Christmas present that I had ordered for her until sometime, I think, near the end of January, beginning of February. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley had gotten something for me, um, this keychain set that I saw on Amazon, which was Mjolnir and Stormbreaker from, you know, Avengers and whatnot. So I now have Stormbreaker on my keychain. So that was very cool. And we had Ucrops cake, which Mm -hmm. if you're not from the local area, Ucrops cake is one of the best Mm -hmm. to have. Um, Frosting's is definitely up there, but 
Another thing that we've been trying to do is be a little bit better in regards to diet. This may shock some, but I actually, um, after years of drinking it, I'm kind of tapering off on soda. And yep. Ashley can attest to this. She's witnessed this. I've been mm-hmm. drinking mostly water. I found a naked beverage that I like, um, which, funny story, this happened at the Raleigh show. Yes, it did. We're at, oh, what is this, uh, Coffee and Crepes is what the name yeah. of the place was? In Cary. In Cary. And it was Jackie, uh, Senna, Senna, and Us. Ashley and myself. And I had gotten this chicken cordon blue crepe, which was a big mistake on my part. But the drink, the Green Machine Monster, I had naked, sorry. They were giving me eyeballs and looks like, I don't know if that's going to be any good. Because it was green. And and it wasn't like an appealing green. No, really. No, no. It's like, it it honestly looks like something Tony Stark would drink, honestly. It's like, like, it looked like wheatgrass smoothies. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, with great trepidation, I took a sip and was blown away at how good it tastes. Even Ashley had a sip, and she's like, oh my god, this is really good. Yeah, it's surprisingly good. So, I kind of feel like I won that. I've been drinking that. I'm back to sometimes drinking um, my Frappuccino, which Ashley mocked me for drinking one yesterday. Because, like, not even an hour later after drinking it, I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, I wonder why! Shut the fuck up. (laughs) So, as you can tell, the point of this episode is just kind of rambling of what we've been up to, what's been going on. We have not forgotten about you, no. but this is, I mean, to be honest with you, it's foremost on my mind, because as I've mentioned on multiple occasions, I would love for this to be my job. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, what you love to do sometimes can be put on pause because of things you have to do. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially what this episode is, explaining what we've had to do. To get to this point. Yeah. And we had we, to do our chores before we go outside and play. <laughs> yeah. And we've got a lot of things in the works. We've got about probably three or four episodes planned right now. Yeah. Um, and we're going to start, after this episode, we're going to start with a rare breed. Yeah. And that recording is already done, which is great. Yeah, we did that. Um, fun fact on Valentine's Day and the day after, we lost power. Yep. It's difficult to record or work remotely when you don't have power. <laughs> yeah. So it was recorded around there. Yeah, we were actually not actually here in our... Why are you kicking things to me? I didn't mean to. You kicked this. This is not... We're not doing foot soccer while or playing soccer while, you know, we record. Although that would be kind of funny. You can hear something sliding the entire episode. <laughs> Might drive people nuts, actually. Yes. Um, but yeah, we lost power and ended up going to my mom's house because... Yep. She surprisingly had power. And she was gracious enough to yes. take, take us in so that she could... Uh, friend of the podcast and also been on on a couple. Has she been on... Like, more? No. I know she was one on the Alice... That's um, it. Just the Alice episode? Yeah. Oh, wow. She's only been on one. Yeah. I really need to notate this stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's only been on one and... There... She has given me stories for the Airedale Terrier episode. I remember that, yeah. Uh, but for... You know, other things she, she's, she's really helped us out throughout this whole ordeal. Yeah. And what's been going on, and been very supportive, very helpful. Yes, and she always likes going to Charlottesville with me to my appointments because that usually means she can go to a winery. Yeah, we can go to a winery after and have a real good time. Um, but the downside of, you know, with the whole my throat thing, is I'm supposed to limit alcohol intake. Yeah. If like to the point of 
None at all. Yeah. And also, no carbonated beverages at yeah. all. Yeah. So, like, even if it's, like, hard seltzer. Yeah, no. Like, I can have a little bit of it. And I actually had my first soda yeah. in the longest time coming back from Raleigh because it's it's a must-have when you are in the Raleigh, North Carolina area that you... When you cross that border into from Virginia to North Carolina, you're now in a state that has only one signature beverage. Two. Two, two signature beverages, sorry, that ideally are best acquired from this state. Yep. Sundrop. And cheer wine. And cheer wine. Absolutely. Um, I managed to get my fix. I was determined Saturday it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, we are not leaving North Carolina tomorrow until we get cheer wine. I managed to fill that, but Ashley, unfortunately, didn't get her sun drop. So that's, again, we get no kickbacks or anything from, from no, them. No. This is just our own endorsement because... Damn, it's good. Well, that and I have so many memories from Sundrop, you know, having Sundrop with my family being from down that area. Yeah. And I went to high school in Raleigh for a year. Um, But yeah, this this has been a strange and weird time. It's going to get even more strange and weird. We've, Like I said, we've got things... We've got a couple deals cooking. Yeah, we've got some stuff in in the works um, that we're not going to talk about fully until it happens. Stay tuned. Yep. And I, I think for all of you that listen, you guys are the best. We, again, I, it just blows my mind at the idea that we have fans that one time at the, the RIR show yeah. where... Was it Raven or Celine who was getting her test? It was Raven. Test? Raven was getting her CGC done. And the fact that the people who were performing that had actually listened to our podcast and were fans, that's not something we hear every day. Mm-mm. I mean, granted, it mostly comes to Ashley. But still, it <laughs> still blows my mind that the fact that we actually have people that appreciate and listen to you know us just basically chatting. And I'm I, I, speaking for myself only. I'm eternally grateful. I yeah. really appreciate it. I mean, I, I'm grateful and I'm glad that this this platform allows us to be able to educate people in a way that is non-judgmental mm-hmm. in many ways and judgmental in others. I mean, we have our own perspective and everything like that, but we're respectable of other people's opinion. Right. And we want to educate people to the best of our ability on so many things and we're not kind of tied to a certain scope or, an, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that we're being as inclusive as possible for oh, absolutely all breeds and situations. Um, and just be supportive of preservation breeders, responsible breeders, and responsible rescues. And... Educate people on responsible dog ownership. Mm. That's that's been our biggest thing that we've been wanting to do, and not to mention educating about breeds you may not have heard of. Before. Yeah, and just keeping that platform open. And yes, we can be a bit vulgar, but this is just how we naturally talk. But it's fine. Oh, I'm always fucking vulgar. You know that. Yeah, 
I mean, and, and I vulgarity mean, are like synonymous. We're usually in the same fucking place. Yeah, and irony of ironies is we're going to be educating the Girl Scout troop next month. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Which means we have to tone <laughs> the, ver- the the language down a bit. It's like, ah, oh, shit, I dropped this in front of the fucking Girl Scouts. God damn it. <laughs> when I told Michael about it, his response was, are they bringing cookies? Well, yeah! <laughs> I'm sorry, but a little bit reciprocation, honestly. I mean, we're, like, we're, we're there, we're educating them for our time. Let's have a little bit more, you know, what can you do for us kind of thing. Come on, now. <laughs> don't tell, sit there and tell me you don't want those peanut butter cookies you like so much. Uh, that'd be nice. See? But I mean... Like, they're also getting cute badges and stuff from the AKC and all of that. So it's it's going to be it's gonna be a nice educational experience. And that's primarily what we've been wanting to do from day one. Right. Is to educate people in whatever way that we can. And f- for all of you that put up with our shenanigans, like our yeah. crap and all yeah. of that, you know, we thank you. It's most appreciated. Uh, please, 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 please. Absolutely. It helps so much. To rate, review, subscribe. Yes. All of that really helps, and it also helps other people to find us. Yes. And that's introduce, important, too. Introduce us to other people who may not be aware, but want to know things, as Aston is scratching my chest. Um, as Michael mentioned at the top of the show, you can find us um, on Twitter. At about a dog one. Instagram at about a dog pod. Uh, Facebook is at about a dog pod, and email is about a dog pod at gmail.com. As she picks up Aston, you're being needy, dude. That could be needy, too. So, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, our animals thank you. And with that, go hug your dog. They love you. Go hug your dog.